what do you know? What do you know? It's the tenth episode. It's our tenth episode. Ten? We've, we've been doing ten. We it's, hit ten. It's our tenth episode of the Abbey Singer. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. In this uh, various health crisis that's going on, um, we're gonna talk a little bit about the Last Dance, the Michael Jordan and the Bulls in the '90s. Yeah, it came uh, out early. The they came out yesterday, actually. Yeah, uh, it's a time of recording, and then the bulk of this will be our '90s power ranking. Our favorite '90s movies that are generally widely available in streaming services and if not mm. you can just find them somehow scattered throughout the yeah interwebs. if you got a roku if you got anything else uh, you'll be able to uh amazon whatever you can watch it um and then we'll talk about just some other stuff we've been watching indoor playing so uh yeah yeah were you a big fan of michael jordan oh yeah i but I, what was ninety six? Yeah, ninety six when I first started watching NBA. Yeah, yeah. So they were. That yeah. was his. That was their fifth championship. Yeah, they already won five. Yeah. I guess the it's a ten part series that ESPN and Netflix has sort of teamed up with and doing. And I don't know if it'll be on Netflix. It probably will at some point. But I guess Netflix or ESPN gets the first right uh, to air. Um, I didn't realize that MJ wasn't even the first first round draft pick. No, he was like the third. No, because he was uh, kind of held back by Dean Smith's system. Yeah, yeah. and there very... was like two other centers in front of him. Um, and they already had a bunch of guards, other teams in front of him, so they didn't want to draft two of their guards. But yeah, uh, all the players that they interviewed talked about how. When he showed up as a freshman, like he was talented. Yeah, you could tell mm-hmm. he was a good player. But and they and they all said that they were better than him. Mm-hmm. But then he straight up told him with their face, he was like, I'm gonna be better than you and I'm gonna be the best player ever. And then throughout the summer or whatever period it was, he just practiced and outworked everyone. And then next thing you know, is the Michael that He's, we all know today. Yeah. Um and and from from talking about last night's episodes, it's kind of building up to their 97 building season. Building up to, yeah, 97 and 98 season, which was their last their last season together with, with Pippen, with Rodman. Phil, um, yeah. which yeah. I didn't know this, I guess because I was only like nine or ten at the time. But um, the front office was trying to rebuild the team. Yeah. At the time, because which seems counterintuitive because they just won five championships. It's like, why would you do that? But I guess they're just stubborn and wanted to, you know, show their authority or whatever. And I guess that's what we'll find out. Um, But this first one, just kind of giving context and everything on MJ and all that. Um, I mean, they're not, the Bulls are not a traditionally well-managed organization. They're better. They've been better as of recent, but like they weren't considered a consistent front office um yeah i mean it showed footage of them before michael and it was empty Mm -mm. i mean they had the cubs to compete with they had uh there's a hockey team the something 
Hawk Blackhawks or something. Yeah. Um, just like Cleveland was for LeBron. Yeah. Not a great managed. Yeah. So we got there in 84 and then they won their first, I think in 91. Mm-hmm. And so similar to LeBron, although I think it took him what, like 10 years to get his first championship. Yeah. Cause he, um, yeah, he was so good from day one. They kept going at least at playoffs. Uh, I think, I think it took him maybe a couple years to go to the playoffs and then, yeah, yeah. They were in the playoffs every year, so they didn't get a lottery pick. Yeah. Because he would, he'd always advanced them so far enough that it was never enough to help them get a lottery pick like the Bulls did in 90, whatever. Yeah. Or whenever Jordan was there. Yeah. I guess my just, I'd assume that Jordan went in and then boom, they're instantly winning a championship. But no, it also took him time. Yeah. And the team time. But he made it work and had, and just stuck there with the Bulls and they, they made it work too. Yeah. Well, after 98, I think, didn't he retire though? Oh yeah. Sorry. During that point. Yeah. 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 When, when Mike was first drafted, but he retired and then he did retire. And then he was like, I'm going to play baseball and try these other things, Mm -hmm. uh, which was weird. And then he showed up again to play for the wizards and then coach the wizards and then own the wizards. Um, and then one thing I thought was cool was, so they let this film crew film them, but it's in the nineties. And so, you know, they don't have the same level of cameras that they do today digitally, but it's on film. Yeah. So it's still like in HD and it looks awesome, but everyone's wearing nineties outfits. All the people (laughs) straight nineties, uh, it's just wild. It's like looking in a time capsule. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be cool to see that. Um, and you need to watch it. I do. You were, you said you were watching something else. I was watching Goodfellas. <laughs> I finally watched Goodfellas, even though everybody else has seen it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to check it out. Cause I could, I completely forgot. I've been so hyped about it coming out early, a couple months early. And, um, then completely forgot about it last night. So I watched Goodfellas because I was like, I need to make sure I've seen most everything from the 90s. That was good. Yeah. It's good to do to your due diligence. Yeah. And what did you think of Goodfellas? Fantastic. Yeah. That long shot of him going into the them going into the restaurant or whatever mm-hmm. and he's explaining who all the characters are and it's like timed perfectly oh yeah that's magic yeah lots of voiceover voiceover yeah I always wanted to be a, lot a gangster of music. Mm-hmm. a lot of music mm-hmm. yeah which is common but for his film Ray Liotta I got to meet him once really mm-hmm. he is an intim- intimidating looking dude just his face yeah. and eyes and yeah. Yeah. Him and Joe Carnahan were doing this. They were screening a, a movie that Joe Carnahan directed him in called Narc, um, where he plays a narc. And it was at uh Quentin Tarantino's theater in LA. Oh. And I was like, I'll go check this out. And then they ended up showing up and doing a Q and A. And then uh I kind of chased him out of the theater to talk to him. They're really nice <laughs> about it, but Ray Liotta was like you need to you need to leave. <laughs> you need to leave. That's not what he said, but, but I could, that's I could read implied. his body language. Yeah, yeah but yeah. The, Joe Carham was cool about <laughs> the whole thing. Um, <laughs> so let's go ahead and start with um, your. I'll do. I guess 
so my rankings, um, they're not considered the best. I don't even have mine in order. That's okay. They're just your top like 10. Like my top 10. Yeah. yeah I don't even have I'm top not, 10. Yeah, sure. Um, 10 favorite. All of mine are on Netflix except for one. Most of mine, I would imagine, are on available streaming services. Yeah. yeah. And so, and if they aren't, you could probably get them on a Roku or, you know, literally everything you can get now, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just enjoy this. Okay. At number 10, mine is Hook. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> we're coming out hot. <laughs> Woo! Robin Williams. Uh, mm. I can't remember <laughs> who directed it. But <laughs> I mean, I love it. I mean, it's, it could be in the yeah, favorites my, of somehow. This, I tried to do wow. this in a way where <laughs> you wouldn't have to pay for these. So like sure, my rating yeah, may yeah. be a little more skewed. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not like the best of the best. It's just like yeah. if you have Amazon or Disney or Netflix, these are some cool movies to check out. Yeah. Um mine are pretty popular. Things that might too. be a little bit off the radar. On a lot of streaming services. But yeah, Hook, Robin Williams at his best, uh Rufio, 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 that whole thing. I honestly don't think I've ever finished the movie because I've always fallen asleep or something. But um you can have it on with the kids. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, yeah, there you go. Hook. Hook is great. It's on Netflix. Hook is uh, anything Anything he was in was great. Robin Williams. Yeah. 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 Um. So I will go with Forrest Gump. I'll get that one out there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert Zemeckis. Yeah. I love his movies. Mm-hmm. Um, has everything you could want. Yeah, it's like a history, almost retelling history, of American history. Retelling, like sad, happy. Yeah, great. Yeah, everything. It's kind of long, epic tale. It's kind of like yeah, romance. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little everything. Yeah, yeah. And you got Tom Hanks and Robin Wright. Yeah. Um, number nine for me. Get ready for this one. It's Kevin Bacon starring in Tremors. (laughs) You remember Tremors? Yes. It's like they're out in the desert or something. It's it's good. It's a good campy B movie. Oh, it's very campy. Yeah. Uh, It's the campy. It's the campy. It's a, yeah. It's, it's like they're out on this. (laughs) I, I can't think of what establishment it is, but it's almost like a ghost town of sorts. It's, yeah. uh, it was made uh, in the early 90s, I feel like. It's and, not. <laughs> and they're like these giant dinosaur worm things with claws in their mouth that just go through the ground and eat everything. Um, it's like Jaws, but <laughs> on Earth, like on land. Okay. I feel like that's what probably a producer was but like Jaws was what if campy. we do Jaws but campy yeah on land yeah and with Kevin Bacon like Sharknado well, yeah what could go wrong <laughs> nah. what could go wrong no nah, but it turned out Tremors actually turned out really good popular it was on TV Very... so often when we were kids oh yeah which was the 90s yeah um, 
I think it's coming back. Now you got movies like Sharknado. Uh, that genre yeah. is coming okay. back in a big way. So I think they're making... They've made five or six of those now. Sharknados? Yes, dude. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> uh, so that's on Netflix. <sighs> Tremors 1 and 2 oh, on Netflix. No. I just... I can't. Yeah. Um, Sharknado, at least. No, Tremors. Tremors I can get down with. Yeah. Um... So then would be Schindler's List because it made a, it was uh, one of the first historical movies I saw as a younger kid. So yeah, it was, um, and to be so good. So like everything after that was just like, eh. okay. Yeah. Historical pieces of that. It was one of time. several movies that Spielberg did about, uh, <clears throat> you know, Jewish culture mm-hmm. and whatnot. Then yeah. he did Seven Private Ryan, but um, he's in black and white, wasn't it? Yep. And um, Liam Neeson's incredible. Yeah, I saw that in middle school and uh, hit you hard. Mm-hmm. So never forget it. Yeah. I think everyone needs to watch that movie, yep. regardless of. Then watch cat videos afterwards. Every but, human being needs to yeah. watch that video, that movie. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. My number eight is, um, it's kind of random, but it's Goldeneye. Yeah. With, uh, Pierce Brosnan. It was his first Bond movie and, uh, he had become famous, um, doing a TV show Uber that was famous kinda, at that point. Yeah. Right? That was like his spark of his. Yeah. yeah. That really made him, he was on another he was on a TV show that was kind of similar to Bond. Um, so I kind of prepped him for this. Um, I think, I feel like the game that came out on the 64 often made this movie yeah, even that, more popular. That definitely enhanced the feeling and nostalgia. Because you get to play every scene in the yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Like if you played the game, you knew exactly how the movie was. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy how uh, a game with graphics by today's standards are so rudimentary. Um, how much detail they were able to put in. Yeah. Like even from the beginning when you're like, you get to see the cutscene and 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 the dam. And, um, when they rebooted it again with, uh, yeah, the cutscenes were awesome too. Who's the new bond? Um, Daniel Craig. Okay. And they rebooted yeah, it Craig. again with Daniel Craig and Casino Royale. They got the same director from Mark, from Goldeneye to do it again. I guess they're like, well, he he did it good with Goldeneye, so um, we got this Joker, and he did a good job. One movie that guy did that was bad, <laughs> real bad, was Green Lantern. Mm. Just uh, swinging a miss. I couldn't. So, I couldn't make it through it. Goldeneye, 1995. Tremors was made in 1990. Oh, cutting it close. Mm, I will raise you. <laughs> raise me. Silence of the Lambs. <gasps> That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's... We need to have John on here. He loves that movie. Come to find out, it's the least realistic serial killer. But gosh, is it convincing. (laughs) It's so convincing. And it's not even really... Well, it's not about Anthony 
Hopkins, Hopkins characters. No. It's more about Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Oh yeah. It puts the lotion on its skin. Um, that whole. Yep. That whole stage. But. But you remember psych- Anthony Hopkins from it. The for psychology sure. involved in it. Yeah, it's awesome. And you being a social worker, I'm sure you enjoy that too. Oh yeah, that was uh that sparked any uh, watching of like dark stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's may not be true, but the scene at the end, spoilers, when they're showing the first person view of Buffalo Bill in the dark when she got the night vision on. Mm-hmm. Supposedly that was actually in the dark. And so she had no idea where the dude's hands were or anything. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah, they probably fantastic. faked it. It made a good story, but it was very effective. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a good pick. It's... In comparison. Well, this is a good one, too. Uh, 1994, Frank Darabont's Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> it's like Dirty. it's like the number one or two ranked movie in IMDb. Oh yeah, it's um, you it's got great. your Morgan Freemans. You got the other guy mm. who everyone says, "Oh, that's the guy from Shawshank." Yeah, but that dude's a fantastic actor in his own right. Yeah, yeah, it's it was lit by uh, Roger Deakins, who's won like two or three Oscars for cinematography now. Oh, uh, Frank Darabont. Either wrote or directed it, or both. Went on to make uh, Walking Dead. Uh, the first two seasons, then AMC kicked him off. But that's here or there. But uh, Shawshank Redemption, it's just a uh, timeless story. And because it's kind of told in a timeless, like a it's a period movie. Yeah. You know, it will be good forever. Um. That's also on Netflix. I also have that on my list. So I'll go ahead and knock that one off. Okay. Okay. Um, And go Braveheart. Ooh. You know, I don't think I've ever watched that all the way through. What? It's just one of the, it was always on TV. I always oh, yeah. saw bits and pieces. Yeah. Um, Never, I don't think I ever did. Yeah. I know he gets uh, disemboweled at the end. Brutal. And it's about Scottish mm-hmm. folk mm-hmm. and their independence. Or yeah, some such. their independence. Yeah, yeah. Um, William Wallace. Yeah. And uh, something about screaming freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lots of good war paint. Lots of good war scenes. Yeah. Battles. Um, yeah. Mel Gibson directing. It was his. So let us find him as like an A list director for real. Oh, yeah. Until he wasn't. Until he went nuts. Well, he's been nuts, but yeah. Yeah. But sure. He's a fantastic actor and director. <laughs> yeah. uh, sometimes, Aaron, uh, artists are crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean. Sometimes it takes crazy. Sometimes, sometimes it takes crazy to crazy, make good art, you know? But yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Number seven. Number six is... Jerry Maguire. Oh, that's yeah. one I had to that just missed the cut. Just missed it. It's my honorable mention. Yeah, Cameron Crow. Mm-hmm. Do you like Tom Cruise? Tell me about Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tell me, give me your opinion of Tom Cruise. 
Yes, I think he's a fantastic actor. That's... <laughs> what? Keep going. But... He... Doesn't... He plays the same... Yeah, he's just... He's one-dimensional. Okay. Which is fun. You can still be great at acting. Okay. Denzel is versatile. I don't want to just say Denzel is just one-dimensional by any means. He's versatile. But primarily Denzel is Denzel. Yeah, there's different versions of Denzel. Yeah. And so He's not like a character actor. He's shown that he can do different stuff, Mm -hmm. but he just is typically himself, and that's fine. He's great at it, but is he the greatest? No. No. I don't think Tom Cruise is the greatest, but I think he picks good movies. I do too. And I think he's very entertaining to watch. Yeah. He's just a good movie star. Oh, yeah. Um, And he's good in this, and Cuba Gooding Jr. is good in it. And um, is this the is this where he goes? Uh, I can't quit you or something. No, let's <laughs> broke back mouth. Jesus, <laughs> oh, Lord, uh, there, us. There's a here. There's a quote in there that's <laughs> yes, like very it's cheesy. The, it's uh, like I wish I could quit loving no, you. No, no, <laughs> just stop it. <laughs> You complete me. That's it. Holy Lord. (laughs) He he pauses and he goes, you complete me. Oh, Lord. Is that where the Joker stole it from? Huh? When does the Joker say that? (laughs) You complete me. In Dark Knight, when he He looks at the Batman and he goes, you complete me. (laughs) That's how he says it. Jerry Maguire quotes. (laughs) Yeah, it's when he's like interviewing him. Yeah. Um wait, interviewing him. Well, they're in the <laughs> he's they're in the precinct. <clears throat> oh yeah. Show me the money. Yeah, and the show me the money. Show scene. me the money. Oh There's yeah, yeah. That. But yeah, you complete me is is the line. Okay. Well that's good. So Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Solid. Solid. I movie. watched that when I was packing. To move in to my last apartment. I don't know. And huh. then and then I also I watched Hit and Run when I moved in my second to last apartment. I don't know. I just remember these things. You just have something that on was, when you're packing. You I know? figured you would have seen it way before then, even. Well, just because you like Tom Cruise a lot. Yeah, I just can't watch everything. Well, I know. But you like Tom Cruise a lot. Well, that that was just like, this would be a good opportunity to watch Jamie McGuire. Yeah. So. Threw that shit on. Yeah, it is kind of one of the more secondary, I yeah. feel like, Tom Cruise movies, mm-hmm. but it's great. Yeah. It's probably his best. I would I would venture to say. Another one, my number one is his number one. Oh, boy. So get ready for that. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to hold them. Jeremy Maguire's on Netflix, by the way. Um, And I'll go Pulp Fiction. <gasps> That's a good one too. Yeah. I gotta go Tarantino. I can watch that movie mm-hmm. and every day. Mopus. Yeah. That's his Here are some movies. What? <laughs> Here's uh, some babies. What, Siri? Um <laughs> Yeah, it's like something you can just put in a museum and just show. And yeah. uh you know, pulp fiction, it's 
the name is almost like there's meaning, like classes off made off that movie or something. Yeah, I don't know, and yeah. the and the funny thing is, it's the name Pulp Fiction is sort of is like these old little books that were just you know cheesy, very readable, very quick little books with no meaning. Really, um, yeah, and Tarantino kind of took that and wrote these really interesting kind of deep characters. Um, but in a, you know, Tarantino style, I guess. Yeah. Kind of riffed on that idea and made it his own. Oh yeah. Uh, what's your favorite? He takes from all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It's great. It's great. It's a great quirky mix. What's your favorite story in that movie? Favorite story? Well, cause you know, you got, uh, the, the boxer, you got the two yeah. hitman. You got the two chicks at the diner. I don't know. Uh, my favorite is when they. Diner's I guess cool. the scene is when they go. Diner's super bad. To Jackrabbit Slims. Jackrabbit Slims. Oh, yeah. It's the yeah. restaurant where, yeah. where there's all the like 50s and 60s characters. And yeah. He's like, that's a $5 milkshake. You <laughs> telling me that's just milk and ice cream. <laughs> yeah. It's $5. There's no bourbon in it or nothing. <laughs> just checking. <laughs> Um, there's a little stuff like that. It's just, it's just funny and interesting. Oh, and then they get up and they dance and he's, he's doing his moves. Yeah. Uh, that's a good pick. Yeah. All right. Number five for me. This is a big one. This is one that you just watched literally. No way. Uh, 1999 or 1990. It's Goodfellas. No way. Yeah. It's on Netflix. I didn't know it was right in 1990. Yeah. And uh, it's an epic gangster movie. Yeah. With Ray Liotta, De Niro. Um, P- Pesci. Pesci. Um, you know, this very, very similar cast to The Irishman. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, all those movies. Yeah. yeah. You find a couple all guys you like to work together. with and you just keep making them because mm-hmm. it's just easier. Um, and they were some of the best at it. Yeah. Yeah. It tells this guy's whole life story basically of how he got into being a gangster and uh the rise and fall of that yeah. but um you've just seen it oh it was incredible yeah uh it was an abrupt ending it felt like how does it end i don't it's even like, remember Whoa. oh oh him just going into witness protection oh yeah then it, it just boom. ends yeah <laughs> Well, ran out of film. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was two and a half hours, but it was just like, huh. But uh, Pesci is just nuts. He's just He's a psychopath. absolutely nuts. Yeah, the other guys are like... De Niro's nuts. But yeah, Pesci's, Pesci's another level. Um, and Ray Liotta's laugh, I can't take seriously. I see now why there are so many memes Gifts of from that. that. <laughs> Gifts. Yeah, yeah. I just it's, can't take it seriously. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> Cannot take it seriously. If you know what we're talking about, just Google Goodfellas laugh. And yeah. You, and you'll see. <laughs> it's, it's just, if you say something stupid in like a like group that? text that's yeah. real dumb or just someone wants to make fun of you, just copy that gif and, paste, and post it. There's no way someone laughs like that. Right? No, no Surely way. Not. Unless yeah. you're a... <laughs> hey, uh, what do they call him in the movie? Mm. A wise guy. A wise guy. You trying to be a wise a guy? Fella. You think you're a wise guy? Yeah. 
Um, oh, that's a good one. That's another one that needs to be in a museum. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that was that one of yours? Oh, that was yours. No, no, no. Um, I don't know if I'd put it in my top 10 in the 90s, but it's close. I think it's honorable mention, definitely. Um, I'll go another honorable mention. Uh, was Kill Bill was 90s, right? Or was it? Mm, no. No. It was, Wait, 99 it was two, maybe? It was 03. Never mind. I'm way <laughs> off base. So that's not an honorable mention. Cool movie. But, um, I go Terminator 2. Yes. You gotta. Dude. Action movie. It's the action movie with the horror movie. With It's the. Absolutely. It's beautiful the blend. action movie. It's the only one. It's action horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it was. I don't really, but I mean, it could have been nominated for like best picture. Yeah. Should have been. It was that good. It had a good story. Uh, the effects were mostly non-practical. Mm-hmm. I mean, Schwarzenegger at the peak of his powers. The peak. James Cameron at the peak of his powers, really. Uh, it still holds up 100%. I mean, I'd watch what's it. More I still watch it. Yeah. What's more more 90s than Terminator 2? And they're still making them. They're still trying to mimic Terminator 2. And it's the same story where they send (laughs) a Terminator goes back in time and then Mm -hmm. a good Terminator goes back in time and they try to fight each other. It's the same story. Yep. Um, Yeah. They gave him so much money to make that movie. Yeah. Um, And it shows. Yeah. Story is incredible. And just good, man. Anything about it? My number four. I hadn't actually seen this till last year. Was Groundhog Day? Oh man, that's a good one. With Bill Murray in 1993. If you're not familiar, it's Bill Murray wakes up in this town or he goes to this town as a reporter and he keeps waking up and living the same day over and over and over again. And, uh, so as a result, he slowly starts to memorize everything that happens in that day. And, um, you know, you can see how that could be. Realizes he starts messing with everybody. Yeah. And so realizes if there's no consequences, I can literally do whatever I want. Yeah. And then that turns into, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to actually start helping people. Um, so yeah, it's, have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while, but it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, a movie that kind of took this and mixed it with a big sci-fi action movie, um, was Edge of Tomorrow or Live, Die, Repeat, I guess as they're calling it now with Tom Cruise. Live, Die, Repeat. It's It was called Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, okay. But it's like yeah. aliens that come on earth, but the aliens... Some of them had the ability to t- change time too, which mm. you find out, which is not really a spoiler, but that's part of the movie. Yeah. And, uh, and so Tom Cruise keeps living the same, it's the same, it's the same gimmick. Oh yeah. Uh, but they stole it from Groundhog Day. Yeah. And it's on Netflix. Oh, that's a good date movie. Oh yeah. Bill Murray. He's, he's Bill like, Murray is he's, awesome. He's, he's, There's literally anything with Bill Murray. 
watch. Yeah. Lost in Translation, my favorite movie he's in. Yep, hands down. I'll go Matrix. Is that 99? I think just barely. Oh, just that makes barely. me feel old. Just barely. You see, they got the, they're the Wachowski sisters now, but at the time they were the brothers. Yeah. They had come off making. Snuck that one in there. Yeah. In the 90s. They were like inventing all kinds of crazy stuff to make movies. Or like tack the way they were shooting them. Yeah. Um, the spinning shot with the bullet. Uh, they didn't, use, they didn't have a camera and spin it. They had like 200 still cameras, took a shot and used each frame from each camera, put them in a computer. Yeah. They wouldn't do that today. <laughs> no, no. Um, and dude, effects and story were incredible. The acting is take it or leave it. But effects and story and yeah, storytelling is great. They kind of did what George Lucas did where they looked at lots of other like, you know, cultures and sci-fi stories and they didn't go fantasy with it. They went more like sci-fi cyberpunk-ish. Yeah. And uh more action oriented. Yep. And it's it's Killed. awesome. Oh yeah. Killed. Um, my wife's actually never seen it. I'm trying to figure out a way to get her to watch oh, it because it's hard to explain to someone who's never seen it. Or, or if you're talking about a movie or trying to reference something, you're like, it's like the matrix, you know? Yeah. Or it's like the red bill and the blue pill. And they're like, what? I've never if, seen if, it. It's yeah, like, if, well, yeah. I can't really help I you. <laughs> you have to. Uh, yeah. Did you, you like the to. second two revolutions? And I liked them all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I liked them all. That's yeah, I like them. I just, people hate on the next two because they're not as good as the first. Well, of course, but they're not. still good. But they're still, they're still good. good. And I uh, love the battle in the third one. It was the insane. Dragon Ball Z type battle. Yeah, I loved it. Um, I actually like the the scene with the architect. Me too. Where, where it's, dude. It's, it's, it's mostly exposition. It adds so much to yeah, me. Yeah, it adds so much story and yeah. everything. You know, one argument is like, well, you don't need all that story. Well, you could. You should. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, I thought if it was awesome. If you've got that depth of a subject, you might as well explore it all the way out. Yeah. Yeah. And for an actor to just sit there and deliver it, more or less deadpan in the way that that guy Kills did. Kills it. Oh yeah. my goodness, dude. Uh, yeah. When I was a teenager, it mostly went over my head and I was that thinking about other shot. things. But now, go back and watch it today. I was like, this was sick. This was so like ballsy. Like, yeah. I can't believe they even tried to do this. <laughs> um, okay, we're going to take a big action movie and then we're going to just sit in this mm. <laughs> scene for 10 minutes. In the climax of the trilogy. Yeah, when this old guy just, you know, spouts all this crap. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Matrix. Oh, nasty. Buy it on Blu-ray. You need to own it. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where are we? I did number four. My number three is maybe shouldn't be this high, but <laughs> it's Chasing Amy by Kevin Smith. I think it's on Netflix now too. I've uh, seen it, but it's been so long ago. I feel like. I think it's it's the third movie he did. So he did Clerks, which is black and white. Fantastic. 
just clerks too. He made he made it with the cheapest Dogma. film you could buy, maxed out all his credit cards, got it into the Cannes Film Festival, won it. Then he was able to make a couple more movies. The second one was Mallrats, I think. Yeah. Um, that's a lot of people's favorites. Because uh, it's just like a lighthearted comedy about some people hanging out in a mall. Yeah. But my favorite of his is Chasing Amy. Uh, it made Ben Affleck as an actor. Mm. Um, it's kind of this sort of love triangle. And uh, it was still made very cheaply. And you can kind of tell. Yeah. But. I think it's his best. For me, it's my favorite. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's when I was in film school, like, and I watched it and, uh, I was like, well, dang, I could do something like that. Cause you could tell they didn't, they didn't spend a lot of money on, you know, sets uh, or anything. They just yeah. did it in normal places. Oh yeah. Uh, it was just a had. good story. So yeah. yeah there you man. go. Thank you. So we're in the top two. Yeah. There's only two left. Two piece. All right. Here we go. Here we go. I got Jurassic Park. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, another one where story as a kid, you're blown away. Mm-hmm. But also, re- after rewatching it, before the first new remake of Jurassic Park, not Jurassic World, but the one before that, I guess, it was... It was not great, but um, he did. He did Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Was it World? Oh, the two. Jurassic what was the Park. second one called? It was uh, just Jurassic Park. Two. The Lost World. That's what it was called. I think Fallen King. Wait. Oh, there's so many. Because the next three are called Jurassic World. The newer ones. Yeah. Maybe I think the second was the Lost World. Okay, there's Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park Two, Jurassic Park Three, then Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, then <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Jurassic World Dominion next year. Oh God. <laughs> How many more until they decide oh, they just God. have to nuke the island? I just. <laughs> Uh, I had a friend, my friend Brandon, um, he likes to say it's basically a B movie with the best director and the biggest budget biggest you can have. Yeah. And it kind of is. It's not, I don't really think it's that great of a movie. It's one of my favorites, which is why it's in my top 10. It's just, I don't think it's that. It's the first time. The they, effects are great. Yeah. Like the T-Rex. Sure. They built a giant robotic T-Rex. Yeah. They would never do that today. No. It's like, uh, we could just do that at a computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do you want to spend a year and a half making a robot, bro? And sit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could buy this model off of uh, Google. Yeah. And uh, just manipulate it in a day, you know? <laughs> like, And it still holds up. You know, it's one of those things. And they 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 figured out how to use CGI. Yeah. And uh, even back then, it doesn't hold up as well. No. Uh, you can still tell, but you can still tell today. Um, that that scene 
when they first see the dinosaurs and just the where Spielberg decided to put the camera, like he put it below them and looking up and just, it, it gives you a better sense of scale, how big they were. Yeah. Let's think motion capture and mixed with practical effects mm-hmm. could be like the next frontier. Yeah. Effects. Yeah. Like together. Yeah. Cause you already see with like Thanos with, you know, yeah. That kind of stuff. Mixing it's like, the mi- two. it's like a mix of practical and that may be what they're trying to do with the new avatars. That'd be smart. We haven't seen anything from that yet. And they may be yeah. just holding it all until it's, they got out, they got all the rendering they're figured gonna out. Have to <laughs> they're going to have to do come something out with a bang. Cause they're making, to make it through they're making three of them. Right. Is now. it only three? Huh? Oh, there's the, but They're they signed a five movie five deal, movie deal? Right? <laughs> didn't they? Dude, it they was something gargantuan. Well, they were, well, I guess the studio was like, why not? Because what made, do you mean, why not? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because oh, it yeah. made him. It was the biggest right. movie of all time. Sure. And now you got superheroes. Uh, but now smashed. that now that that story, I feel like is mostly over. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> like where are they gonna go from here? I don't. It's um, just gonna get wacky from here. But I'll I'll still watch. But it's gonna be basically in space. It's gonna get, yeah. It's gonna yeah. go to space, of course. Yeah, sure. and that's cool. That's the only place you can go. But, but it's not Jurassic be Park. Good. good. Yes. Boom. My uh, number two. Yeah, go ahead. Two is Tom Cruise's best performance, in my opinion. Oh lord. Um, no. He should have won an Oscar. No. This is not Tropic Thunder. Well, not Tropic Thunder was recent. This is Magnolia. Have you heard of Magnolia? No. Okay. So this was directed. Just this called was made, Magnolia? Yeah. This was, this was made in 1999. Oh, I heard of this? This is made in 1999 by Paul Thomas Anderson, the same director who did Punch Drunk Love, There Will Be Blood, Whoa. Boogie Nights. Great. Inherent Vice. I don't know. Um, you didn't like Boogie Nights? I said he was great. Oh, yeah, yeah. The okay. one before that was... Mm-hmm. There Will Be Blood. Oh, shoot me. It's... it's it, he's, he's either a hot it's and cold a, guy. It's either a love glacial, him or hate director. A glacial... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pace. Uh, so anyway, he's, he's just a director with a really, like, good voice... I guess you could say. Yeah. They're not generic at all. Mm-mm. Um, But this one, it's like an ensemble movie with a lot of different stories going on at one time. And then they kind of come together at the end. Um, And it's got uh, Julianne Moore, Tom Cruise, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, why is it in alphabetical order? I don't want Patton Oswald. Wow. Uh, the guy from Step Brothers, not John C. Riley. Yeah, John C. Riley, a young John C. Riley. Um, anyway, it's kind of a, a it's kind of a hard sell. Yeah. <laughs> like honestly, other than just saying it's real good, yeah, it's really well done. Yeah, but Tom Cruise plays a a like motivational speaker type. Is it funny? There's funny parts in it, but oh. it's it's a drama. Oh, okay. And he uh, he plays a motivational speaker who's all about like being a man, like manhood, oh, God. and how to 
tame women and sure all that. So I feel like it's somewhat close. Probably what he's like in real life, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. And but on the other end of it, it shows like it. He had to raise his. He had to raise his mom because his dad left. Mm. And he was a jerk and all this, and so mm. his dad is like dying, but he doesn't want to go see his dad. And then there's a scene where he basically like says goodbye to his dad, and uh, huh. and you know just cries, like balls mm. cries. And uh, some people speculated that that's he was able to do that because that's the way he was well, he brought was- up, more or less. Yeah. So it kind of um, sounds like his life. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I mean, I think he was nominated for an Oscar, but he didn't win it. Oh. And he, his, his part, he wasn't, uh, I wouldn't even consider supporting cast. It was more of a minor character, mm. but I will watch that movie just for that part. Um, yeah. If you're any fan of Tom Cruise or just like his movies, I think it's cool to see that in that, in his career. Um, Probably have a different respect for him. I need to watch it now. Yeah. Okay. I will. Uh, it is on Netflix. Okay. That that one hit me out of left field. Some of the nice. most, some I'll, of the best cinematography ever, too. But I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh. So my final top ten of the nineties candidate for favorite movie ever. Oh. Goodwill Hunting. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. It's emotional. Yeah. It's good. Let's Matt see, Damon's who, good. What is this? A Van Zant joint? Robin Williams. Boom. Kills him. Kills the acting game. What happens in this movie? I haven't seen it in a long time. You haven't seen it? I mean, it's oh, been okay. like forever well uh matt damon's character is like a gifted mathematician and like he never went to really school much and but he was like a janitor at a school at a college and like read and read and read like all he did was read so he was like rain man but no one really knew about it but he was normal he he was normal but all he did was read he didn't educate himself any other way and so he uh Professor fixes or he proposes this ridiculous equation that's unsolvable. And so Matt Damon is a janitor and comes by one day and solves it, figures it out. And he's like, who's done this? And <laughs> seeks them out and talks to Robin Williams. Who's the, um, who like meets with him, meets with Matt Damon's character. And, uh, what is it really about? <laughs> well, it's a, it's like uh, it's just it's a coming of age story for like adults, maybe maybe not children. Uh, sure. Because in the end, he college. like he finds his way and he figures out that he doesn't need to stay where he's at. Yeah, he like, needs to leave his nest, so to speak. Yeah. Um, Robin Williams is. Oh my dude! Yeah, Robin Williams is so good in this. Um. There's a scene in the end that Kevin Smith talks about with Ben Affleck where he like makes this reaction or whatever. Yeah. When he sees that uh, a character has left, mm-hmm. you know, and it's really good. Yeah. 
And uh, supposedly they, they wrote it together, but I can imagine, well, I guess now, yeah, he's, he's now made Argo and some other good movies. So I could see them both. I could see it. them. Yeah. Both writing it. And, uh, he's, he's giving Kevin Smith a lot of credit for helping to get that made. Huh? Cause at the time he had a lot of pull with Miramax because he'd made like three or four movies that had done well. Oh yeah. Um, which is nice. Yeah. It'd be nice. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> so to, yeah, to get credit from Batman. So that's my, uh, that's your list. And you're sticking 10 to right it? there, man. Well, my number oh. one is on Disney plus. It's not an animated movie. It's not really a Disney movie. This movie was written by Judd Apatow. Came out in 1995. Oh. Was shot in North Carolina. And is about Fat Camp. (laughs) It's called Heavyweights. No, it's not. (laughs) It's your favorite of the 90s? Well, right now it is. Okay. It's the best. It's good. It's the best. It's so hilarious, dude. It's so funny. Where yeah. I am, where I am currently in this health in crisis, this, yeah, that's my favorite. That's movie your that favorite. Movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ben Stiller playing crazy, crazy guy who comes in and buys this camp from these two sweet old people, and he's trying to like film an infomercial <laughs> the whole time, and yeah. you know. Paul Feig, who went on to work on like The Office and made Bridesmaids and all this other stuff, he was the skinny counselor in that movie. Yep. Um. So a lot of legends from today's Hollywood Keenan. comedy scene were, were part of this movie. Yeah. Um. Ben Stiller's dad was one of the original owners yes. of the camp in the movie. Yes. Uh. And by today's standards, you look at the kids and you're, they're like, they're not even that fat by today's standards. No. It's kind of sad. Yeah. There's only like two or three of you are like, well, you're kind of morbidly obese. <laughs> but most of those, you're like, you're just, you're just average. You're just, yeah. Even the you're main kid. kid. Yeah. You just like popcorn yeah. and uh, Pop-Tarts and, and Pop-Tarts. Toaster Strudels and all those things. Strudels. That's what I had when I was a kid. Yeah. I don't know about you. Yeah. Mr. Strudels. <laughs> um, but, uh... And it made me want to go to camp. Weirdly, I'd never went to a camp that was just for fun. Yeah. Uh, I'd gone to scout camp, which was sort of fun, but also kind of work because you had to like do merit badges and you had to do community service, which was great. You had to help people. But uh, sure. And the movie just like, you just got to go to some place and chill. Yeah. Like do whatever you and want. Have more fun. Yeah. Ride go karts. Are you serious? Like yeah. that send me away. Jump like, on I'm, giant floating things the, out in the, the lake. Blob. The blob thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh a friend in college worked. She worked at uh apparently where it was filmed. And um that was her like claim to fame was like, Oh, that's where Heavyweights was filmed. <laughs> But, um, yeah, Heavyweights is on Disney Plus. I don't know how many times I've watched it. I've only watched it once since I've probably graduated from college, and I'm 31 now. But uh, still holds up. still hilarious. Laws. I am Laws. I am Laws. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> That's a reference from the movie. Inside joke, obviously. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, there's no ranking. Movie speaks to me as a kid because <laughs> I was the chubby kid. Or, uh, it's great. Like hiding sweets in different <laughs> yeah. places. Oh yeah. And well, I don't know if I went that far, but yeah. 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 I didn't really have candy stashed under my or bed. Every kid at some point was, unless you were an a hole. <laughs> Got picked on. Yeah. And so everyone can relate to that, even as an adult. Most kids had a chubby period, unless you were just really yeah. skinny all the way through. In time. Yeah. I think everyone had at some point where you had a little j- jelly belly. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Before or after. Belly. Before, after, Bef- you know, before puberty. any must any muscle. Yeah. 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 Any of the thoughts. Mm. Can't wait for more of The Last Dance. Yes. We have nine Such more episodes of breath that. of fresh air. Yeah. Of. Because it's sports. Seeing, and seeing Jordan on the court again. <sighs> and showing everyone. How reminding everyone. Was. Yeah. Like, I'm a huge LeBron fan. But I will still admit that. Two inches shorter than LeBron. Jordan's the best. Ever. He's Jordan is the greatest. Or Jordan's the greatest, and LeBron's the best. Yeah, yeah that's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way Miller put it. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, I agree. It's, he said, "You can be, you can be the best, not be and the still be a nice guy, but you can't be the greatest. Yeah, and be a nice guy. Yep. Um, yeah, because there's plenty of people. It's like, oh, that's the best basketball player I ever played against, and he ever played in the NBA or something like that. It's like, but he wasn't the Mm. Greatest mm-hmm. might have been. You had the best. to have that mentality of like, yeah, yeah, going after people, yeah, um, and going after your teammates too. So I don't know if you had to go after your teammates. <laughs> not, I'm not blaming Jordan, but I'm just saying, I don't know if you had to go after your teammates. You can be like a murder everybody who ain't <laughs> with us, but murder your own teammates. Like not okay. murdering them, but now, really, I, I mean the mentality. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's like he's gonna get he's gonna get his <laughs> before you get yours, he's gonna get his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, that wraps up the tenth episode of the Woo! Abbey Singer. Hope you enjoyed the TV podcast. Thanks for listening once again. Uh, there's a lot of meat on that bone. Do you want it? So yeah, do you want it? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> give you a lot of stuff to check out and watch, and most of it's free. If you well, you're paying I think for almost it every, Netflix. Everything's yeah. free, yeah. Um, so uh, go check it out, and we'll have some more interesting news and tidbits for net for the next show, which will be eleven. We could go one way or several, or none. Yeah, or maybe <laughs> this is it. I mean, this is just the last one, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, we're Never. gonna we're gonna do another one, and you're gonna like it, and it'll be fun. So uh, that's all there is, and we'll see you next time on on the Abby Finger.